Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Art of Podcast. I am Leah Fisher. I am your host, and I'm going to be doing a solo episode with you today because I just want to tell you what I'm up to this January and this new year. I just want to report that, I mean, I am having the best January that I've ever had. I've had the best new year. Um, The turn of the new year was very powerful. And, you know, there's just something different about this year, at least for me, because I have been really, really dedicated to my consistency and investing in myself emotionally. And Absolutely, it has made all the difference for my year. So a lot of people have asked me, you know, am I making any New Year's resolutions? And it's a tricky thing, right? I think that innately, as humans, we have something kind of biologically set in us that, okay, it's it's a new year, a new opportunity, a reset, a start over. And we tend to look at resolutions as... I'm going to fix this thing about me. I'm going to do something differently. So, you know, resolutions aren't actually that we are going to do something different. They they are resolving something. So if you are going to indulge in some resolutions, maybe the, the act of looking at your past year and saying, what did I do well this year? And can I close out a cycle? Did I heal something? Can I let something go? Can I resolve it? It's not necessarily about setting goals and moving forward. And as we know, I mean, they're hard to keep. Have you ever kept a New Year's resolution? I don't think I have. I I might have. But honestly, I think that I've said I was going to do something and then honestly just completely forgot that I wasn't even trying to do it. (laughs) Unless it's the same thing that you always want every single year. You know, it usually has something to do with romance or finance or your body, right? So we're going to lose weight, we're going to save money, we're going to do this, do that. But I I don't think that the act of setting a resolution at the beginning of the year necessarily yields the result that we are anticipating whenever we're doing that, right? So I just wanted to reframe that for you a little bit. And I can tell you what I'm doing. And as always, you know, this is always just based on my personal experience. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life like I'm an authority. I just kind of do things and then I tell you what works for me. And you are more than welcome to pick that up and utilize that and or don't. And you're also welcome to just just whatever, you know? <laughs> but I, I'm here and I'm just telling you that these are the things that have worked for me and they might work for you too. So take it with a grain of salt, take what you like the the rest, right? So I just want to reframe this for you. So let's not like try to fix something about ourselves. Let's try to just renew ourselves and maybe just get intentional about a few things that we might want to 
look different as we move forward, right? Because it's not like we need to completely overhaul something about ourselves. Maybe we just want to see a change. And with change, thank God, it usually comes about pretty slowly. And even though that that is irritating because I definitely like instant gratification, a slower change kind of lets us ease into our new selves, our new lives. And, you know, if we just changed overnight, we may not be able to handle exactly what we're trying to do or trying to um, manifest, change. Maybe we wouldn't be grateful for it either. Maybe when we actually invest in our efforts and commit to ourselves, there's a level of self-esteem and value that we get from it that might be even more valuable from the actual thing that we're trying to elicit, right? I don't know if that makes sense. I hope it does. But um, I'm just going to give you some ideas about the ways that I'm going about trying to create some permanent change, not just for this year, but in my life and how I'm going about that. And oh God, I it's taken me a long time to learn this, but there are a few things like I just want to go about things very easily with a lot of self-compassion and also just a lot of room for if it doesn't happen, you know, letting go of the result of trying to force things in my life has been something very hard to kind of wrap my head around and uh, letting go of the desire to have my life look exactly a certain way all the time. These two things, you know, I think are important because we can set goals and we can take actions, but letting go of how it actually shows up, I think is very important. And what I've observed is when I can do that in my life, um, things show up, but it, and they're, sometimes they're just very different than what I thought they were going to be, but they're generally way better and for my highest good. So you know, being conscious and intentional is very important, but also just kind of letting go of how everything shows up, I also think is valuable. So um, before I get to kind of some techniques that I'm kind of leaning into this year, I just, I want to talk about our motivation for change, for things to look different in our life. And for me, I mean, I don't know about you, but it's always romance or finance. I mean, generally and health and body which really just kind of translates into romance and finance, really, if you think about it. But what is your motivation for wanting something or wanting to change something about you or your life? You know, I think it's perfectly wonderful and appropriate to have goals and to want things and to have desires. But I think that the energy from which it comes is, is doubly important because what I've observed is, and what I've did for so long, uh, basically almost probably until this year, I think, is that everything that I wanted was the, the motivation behind it was to fix something that I thought was wrong or something that I thought I didn't have. Like for example, in love, you know, wanting a relationship that was all about medicating a feeling of loneliness and unworthiness so that that would go away, right? So if um, I have a relationship, then I can feel loved, right? Sounds sounds logical, right? Same things with, with finances, okay? If I make this amount of money or if I get 
at this place in my career, do this sort of thing, then I can feel safe and secure. Now, what I came to realize is that these two motivations, the love, needing it, um, that, that is coming from a place of kind of lack of self-love and unworthiness. Okay, I don't feel love. Love isn't inside of me, and I need a stimulus from outside of me to make me feel worthy, loved, appreciated, adored, beautiful. That all comes from outside me, right? And when I get this person, I'll feel that. Same thing with with the money, right? I'll feel safe when I have this much in my bank account or I I make this accomplishment in my career, which will elicit some kind of financial reward. And then I'll feel safe because I don't feel safe now. I feel fear. I feel, you know, like um, everything's not okay. And if I have this amount of money, okay, then I'll be okay. It's that if this, then that, that will kind of keep you on this hamster wheel of never really getting those things. Because how many of you have experienced getting in a relationship or dating someone and yeah, you feel super great in the beginning, high, just um, really good. Everything's great, perfect. And then a little time goes by and all of a sudden they're just irritating. They're, they're not exactly what you want. Maybe you start feeling lonely within the relationship. Maybe you don't feel as attractive or beautiful as you did when you first met them. All of a sudden, all those things that felt so good getting in the relationship, it just isn't working anymore. And you start looking at your partner and you're like, why aren't you making me feel these things anymore? And then you have a whole boatload of issues that, I mean, let's be honest, that were there before you got into the relationship, right? So, you know, coming from, from a place where you're trying to create change in your life or manifest something in your life from this, this place of, uh, of needing something to make you feel something. It's just only effective short term. Same thing with the money. I don't know how many of you have experienced this, but have you ever gotten that dream job? Have you ever gotten a certain amount of money in your bank account and you still don't feel safe and you still are feeling fear, uncertainty? You know, I know, I know people who have a lot of money who think that the rug can be pulled out from under them at any time. And Hey, I mean, we live in a a fucked up world. I mean, it could, it could. And insulating yourself from uncertainty, right? It just, it's not possible. You can make as much money as you want. If you don't actually get a handle on that fear, then it's it's very fleeting. It's very short-lived and it can be taken away from you. So I don't know. I mean, my suggestion is, is that you look at the things in your life right now, like say you do want to do some things differently this year and are those things on the list? What is driving them? Is it love or is it shame and fear? And let me tell you something. Um, if it's shame and fear, okay, great. What an amazing, amazing revelation you've just given yourself. I mean, that is a place to start. That is, that is not nowhere, you know? I think it's really, really good to know this because all of a sudden you can kind of let go just for a little bit of all those things that you're trying to bring into your life, the love, the money, the perfect job, the perfect body, da, da, da. Leave that for a second and all of a sudden make your goal 
um, or what you want to manifest or what you want to change in your life about you and about, okay, I want to feel love and worthiness and trust and joy, all of these things within me, because really all those things that we're trying to change, we're just trying to feel those feelings, right? So now your goal becomes less about getting in and working hard and, and, and forcing things to happen and more about investing in your inner landscape and how you feel. So if you're not already working from a framework uh, in your life around self-compassion and love, maybe that's the goal for the year, you know? Now, it's the same way that you work on that is the same way that you'd be working for these all these other things too. And I'm about to get into some methods about how to do that a little bit, but why don't we just give up trying to force things to happen and instead just love ourselves a little bit. And then all of a sudden you're in this state of a flow of just receiving things and you don't have to try so hard when you're working from this higher vibrating start point, right? Because when you're starting from fear and shame and unworthiness, things are a lot harder. Is your life really hard? Is it hard to do stuff? Look, look at how you're feeling, you know? Because if you're waking up with um, some feelings, some higher vibrating emotions, your day flows better, things come to you, all of a sudden there are, are just pings and coincidences that, oh my gosh, the universe is just lining up to like bring me what I, what I need and what I want. And um, so anyway, okay, so where are you starting from? Are you kind of starting from a hard place? Or are you already kind of there? Like you're in the flow, you're feeling it, you're loving it, you're doing good. And man, I'm ready to like get super creative with my life and do what I want to do when I want to do it. And I'm excited and this is going to be great. Okay, where are you? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Everybody's on a scale. But there are certain things that you can do wherever you're starting from that I want to talk about now. Okay, so... I am not really going to give you a whole bunch of specific modalities about how to do this because honestly, I talk about that on this podcast all the time. You can go to my website and there are tons of books and programs. I love to be magnetic. I love going to a 12 step group or whatever problem du jour you have. I love so many things. I mean, whatever modality you choose to kind of help you with how you want to affect change in your life. You can call it manifesting. You know, it's it's really um, creating, you know, whatever help you choose to get, It's it doesn't really, really matter, you know? There are things that I've found that have been more efficient, but for me, I feel like when I talk to someone, I'm like, pick something that, that feels good to you. Use your intuition. No one can kind of tell you what's gonna be super powerful for you. But I truly believe that if you, if you check with your heart and you check with your gut and you say, is this book something that, that is really speaking to me? You know, um, there are a million things advertised on Instagram. I have worked a few of them and I have to tell you, I liked them all, but at the end of the day, they all kind of drill down to the same thing. You know, that's what I'm noticing is that there's not a ton of new information out there. There are more poignant ways of having a conversation about something and people are doing it more efficiently, 
Like, I think that to be magnetic, as I always talk about them, is great. I think Joe Dispenza is really, really powerful. Uh, Mel Robbins is out there putting out some really good work. I mean, there are people on Instagram that I've never heard of, but I mean, I'm looking at their programs, especially around relationships that I just feel are just, are just really mind blowing. And I just, I love that we are in an information age that this is really at the forefront of our fingertips, right? We have so much information, so many books, so much wisdom, ancient wisdom that's right there for us. So ask yourself, you know, what is it that, that speaks to me? Are you getting a little hit that, man, I really want to do this program or I want to pick that up? Do it. You can trust yourself. You know what you need. You know what kind of therapy you need. You know what you need to be reading. You, you are an infinitely intelligent, creative being that has power within you to, you know, what's, what's healthy for you. So lean into it. And the good news is, is that you're not tied to it forever. You're not married to it. Use it until it works or it doesn't work. (laughs) And then pick something else as you know, there's no, there's no crime that's been committed here. You can also agree with some of the information and you cannot agree with some of the information. You can utilize some of it and not utilize some of it. Be gentle, be gentle with your process. Now, what I will say and what has been probably my biggest obstacle in my progress is that consistency is absolutely necessary. So whatever your intuition is telling you to pick up, pick it up and then do it. I think probably for a period of two or three weeks, and you should start to see some kind of positive result from it, whatever you're working on. And just, it, it's not that it's going to solve every problem or heal every wound hundred percent, but you should start getting some kind of relief or, or seeing some kind of progress. And with this consistent action, if you are not seeing something or feeling something, switch modalities, switch modalities, you know, um, I think, um, a trap that I fell into a lot is that I was so desperate to relieve the negative emotions that I, that I was feeling and just kind of change the negative space my life had morphed into that I was so hungry for information that I would skip from thing to thing, like just consume, consume, consume information, but didn't really slow down enough to really invest in my practice. So it ended up working out for me as, oh my gosh, as, as it usually does, right? Like now I'm a healing curator, whatever on a podcast. And that's what I like to do. I have a passion project to bring you guys information. So massive consumption of information actually did support my life path, but there is some, something valuable about sticking to one thing and to focusing into mastering one thing. And I've thought about that before, you know, all the books I've read, maybe just sticking to one book in a year and really, really immersing myself in that book. And, and maybe this year I'll do that. So anyway, so whatever you're wanting to, to work on this year, find a teacher, find a guide, lean into it, commit to it, practice consistency, notice the results, change it up if it's not working, but commit it, commit to it, commit to yourself. Okay. So that's, that's one little pearl of wisdom I wanted to share with you. 
And secondly, I, I wanted to kind of sh- tell you what I'm doing personally. And, you know, I, I've just never done this before. Okay. So I have a, I'm just not a disciplined person. I'm not a regimented person. I like a lot of variety. I like to, you know, kind of very airy that way, you know, just like floating around and don't like to wake up at a certain time, all that stuff. I've talked about it before, but this year I've really committed to a few certain things that I am just going to consistently do. My goal this year is less about manifesting the actual things and more about developing a a lovely, consistent routine around things that I value. This past year, I was really in this dog paddling kind of, I I mean, do you guys get trapped into buying all these things off of Instagram? (laughs) I mean, I'm a girl, you know, like I love beauty products, you know, make me better. I turned 50 this year. So make me better, make me younger, make me prettier. You know, I mean, I think I'm so susceptible to that programming uh, just on online. And, and so I bought like creams and supplements and some gadgets and just things that, you know, I do, I do value health and beauty and, um, being the best version of myself. So I'm not shaming myself for, for thinking that all that's important, but I, I did have a lot of things that I just wasn't utilizing, you know, um, just, I would buy these things and then I just wouldn't do it because the, the key to any change, what I'm finally learning in my life is the consistent practice, whether it's a supplement or, or anything. Right. So I, got very, very simple and wrote out a list of everything that I want to do on a consistent daily basis in my routine. And for me, it's so basic. I mean, waking up around the same time every day, you know, drinking my water, taking my supplements, utilizing, I have, you know, have an LED face mask, using that every day, moving my body, being intentional about my work, you know, things that we do in our life, but maybe we just don't do it in an intentional, consistent way. You may be good at this. I have friends who are so good at this and I just admire it so much. I have a friend who gets up, you know, 5.30 every morning to make it to Pilates at 6 a.m. <laughs> I Maybe next year I'll be like that, but I can't even imagine a universe where I would do it one time, much less every day. You know, it's very admirable. Um, but for me on my list, I just have moved my body in an intentional way every day. And maybe that means going to the gym. Maybe that means doing the five rights or a little yoga or some joint mobility just every day for five minutes, even when I'm busy, because I want to create that habit in my mind. So I just have a list and I've been, I've been checking it off every day, all my little things I've been doing and have I done it perfectly? Have I done everything every day? No, I'm not in the habit of it. Do I beat the shit out of myself because I don't do it? No, because I'm coming from a place of self-compassion and self-love, which was very different than the beginning of last year because it was all about, you need to be this, you need to be that, the drill sergeant, be better, be better, be better, coming from a place of shame. So yeah, so that is what I am personally doing. What are you guys doing out there? What are you guys inspired by this year? You know, what are you, 
What do you want? I mean, do you know what you want? Maybe this is the year of you figuring out what you want. (laughs) Even that, I think, is a really important question. How about this? How about, you know, maybe you don't know what you want because you're too busy, too many obligations, too many other people that you are paying attention to what they want and need. That I see that a lot. I see that a lot with a lot of people. But, you know, maybe maybe this year is just carving out a little bit of mental space for you to even begin to think, you know, I'm important. What can what can I make important about my life? What can I cut out? What people can I cut out? What time wasters can I cut out so I can invest in myself? You know, these are all really important questions. I think that would be a whole podcast in itself, no? Um, but yeah, you know, I think I think the takeaway from this conversation is to a do you do you want change? What do you want? And if you do, you know, what what is motivating it? Is it is it pain? Is it fear? Is it shame? If it is, work on that. Work on that. And I will say too that I think it's really important to have some kind of guide or a sponsor or a therapist to walk you through this. Being completely self-reliant and trying to change and not having a person or a community to talk about all this with, it makes it just infinitely harder, right? Uh, Our self-reliance can be very debilitating. And, you know, accountability is important too. So having maybe you start a group of people that okay, we're going to, we're going to just have more self-compassion this year. You know, (laughs) I would start that group. I I would join that group. I I love that. Maybe I will. Okay. So anyway, um, I hope that this landed. I hope it was valuable to you again, check out my, my website there. You could pick any book on that list. And if you really like read it and, and practice the things that are in it for one year, I guarantee you, you would be different on the other side. I don't even have to know which one it is. You know, we, we're so blessed. We're so blessed. And I hope that presents itself to you. If you really don't know, why don't you ask for guidance? Like ask your higher self, ask your, your God say, point me in the right direction. Let go of the results. Cause I know a lot of people have a lot of pressure about what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it. it has to be perfect. And that is the takeaway, you know, this is all about progress, not perfection. I always feel like I'm some kind of 12 step, like, like slogan slinger or something. (laughs) But you know, I, I did program myself in there to, it's about progress, not perfection. Are we all going to be our ideal version of, of just like this perfectionist, idealistic, perfectionistic, self-loathing, hating, if we're not something, then we're, then we're unworthy version. No. How about just being the best version of ourselves today that we can be, give, us our, give ourselves grace, um, and, and just know that we're going to progress and that we're going to change and that things are going to open up to us, be revealed to us about our path. We might want different things next year. You know, we might be different next year. And isn't, isn't that essentially what we want? to be a little bit better and a little bit different than we are today. Um, and maybe, 
maybe that's something I need to work on too. Maybe just accepting I'm just good the way I am today. (laughs) That landed. That landed. Okay. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye. As always, thank you for listening all the way through to the end of the Art of Podcast. I really appreciate it. If you are enjoying the show, please leave me a five-star review and a written review. It helps the show get listened to and distributed, and it's just really good. And I want to thank you in advance for that. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, it's Leah Fisher Art, and also visit my website because I have a great section that highlights a lot of the resources that I talk about on the show. And then it also has some of my art too, if you want to scroll around and look at that. And if you guys have any resources that you are really enjoying that are helping your healing or just making life a little bit better, share those with me because I would love to share them with my audience. And in the meantime, I hope everyone's doing great and I will talk with you soon.